Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, being recorded. Like the big yeah. red, I, I need more sleep. It's like the big red button. It's like record, right? No, end meeting. <laughs> okay, here we go. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast, it's not for you. Okay? So no. I'm going to go ahead and ask you to resign as listeners of this podcast, respectfully, lest we lest we fire you for, you know what I mean? Yes. Save yourself the embarrassment of having been fired by us as <laughs> listeners, people who have more than one friend, and instead resign. It's like uh, I'm bringing you into my office. Uh, okay, Jim, I see uh, you have a pretty good performance this month. Uh, I did notice, though, that you have a few too many friends, so we're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to let you go. So, you know, now we can do this the easy way. We can do this the hard way. <laughs> Don't make me get security over here, okay? <laughs> Just walk out with your head held high. Andrew... Uh, we're talking about Watergate today, the two-player game Watergate, which is why we mentioned resigning, because it's all about that no-good, nasty Richard Nixon and his resignation from the presidency yeah. after it was, after he covered up a burglary in his, na in his name, Andrew. So um, what do you think about that? Well, it is the Watergate, right? It's, it's like the, it's the scandal that, all now forever all scandals are now yeah. have the word gate on the end of them no matter what it is right and, hyphen gate <laughs> blank hyphen gate is yeah and it's named it's funny it's well we'll get into it but it, it's named after a hotel which actually i, I found out yeah. is still operational in washington dc where this whole thing took place and it's like yeah it's a theme it's a theme park now you can like go in and plant <laughs> plant bugs in the rooms and uh <laughs> and like take take the doors off the hinges and tape up the doors and stuff like that just like the just like the nixon's uh nixon's crew right uh did during the during the burglary uh it's kind yeah, of it's the opposite of it's a little a, expensive but. it's the opposite of an escape uh, escape room you know it's like you got to break in yeah you're room. trying to get in right yeah, yeah exactly 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 oh. uh and there's a jurassic park one and there's uh <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm trying to think of what all the there's other a sherlock escape sherlock rooms. holmes and, there's a sherlock holmes one yeah there's a moulin rouge one there you go yeah and uh but it all it all centers around um spying on your political opponents you know <laughs> Now we're not talking about the. I mean, obviously, this we're talking about a board game here. So somebody went and made a board game based yep. on the famous event. And before we tell you too much about it, I think first legally we have to sum it up in one sentence for you. One sentence explanations. Well, all right then. If it's a legal matter, then Andrew. I mean, I don't want to go to jail for not summing it up in one sentence. That's so right. uh, I guess I would say, yeah. Um, I would say, Andrew, especially because I'm not like the president or his bud, so I would probably go away, you know, <laughs> for a long time. I wouldn't just, you know. <laughs> right. Anyway, Andrew, uh, one sentence summary of the game Watergate. I would say a cat and mouse game of tough decisions, which could have been avoided if politicians actually became politicians to help us. Okay, Andrew, your turn. <laughs> So you're saying that this this game would not well see that's the silver lining it's a pretty good game I mean it it it, it exists because yeah. of a terrible uh, terrible thing that a guy good did. good point the only 
you know, Watergate was pretty terrible, and it was a pretty underhanded thing to do, Andrew. But one thing I do like about Watergate is this: is it gave us this game. <laughs> uh, I, my one-sentence summary of Watergate is uh, it, Watergate is a game about the Watergate scandal, but with much lower stakes. You know, if you lose, yeah, the, <laughs> right? If you lose this game, it's okay. You're not like you know gonna not be president anymore or you're not gonna like right let the president get away and with it on the other hand you know whatever yeah right 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 and you're not um you know spending hard-earned money by from americans on <laughs> spying on your <laughs> you know on your political opponents and, and honestly getting nothing for it and then getting caught doing it you know what i mean like it's just when you were i mean when you were probably gonna win the election anyway you were you were the front mm-hmm. runner and uh it's just yeah. nuts. I mean, uh, I don't know about you, Andrew, but this game taught me everything about Watergate that I know, basically. So, uh, and but it taught me a lot because this is a one of those ones where somebody, you know, who knows history, who knows U.S. history, you know, put their heart into it. This is a this is one of those games where it's kind of like a labor of love. From um, you know, we covered Shores of Tripoli yeah. uh, earlier in the season, and that is similarly, it falls into the same category of game, which they would refer to as a card driven game a car driven political game i guess you would say or history game um and um so this is actually the same genre of game and much like that one this one is soaked absolutely soaked in theme and history and something that actually happened basically talk about um, i'm ringing it out it's like a, it's like a sham wow of history andrew talk about watergate um, you know it's just we're talk about watergate <laughs> um andrew uh let's talk a little bit more about like what you do in this game so well, um you know uh oh uh also i was gonna say the reason i brought up the fact that it taught me everything i know is because one of the things it taught me was that you know nixon used money from his campaign to get reelected. the money that people had um donated to his re-election campaign to do all this stuff to hire these guys and to and to pay for everything basically and it's like uh, imagine that you're somebody who like d- donated to whoever you want to be president or whatever and you find out that they this is what they did with your money it just seems anyway well uh Pete, you know Andrew. he that's that's what he thought he needed to do to get reelected. So, I mean, what what do you want to do with election mm-hmm. election money, right? You got to use it to uh, yeah. It's a good point. Got to use actually. it to cheat. I guess it was theoretically it was used to get reelected in one way. Yeah, except um, except <laughs> except he got caught and then uh, he didn't even have a chance to oh, get yeah. reelected. So, whatever. well, the way right the way he was going to do it was to break the law. So, <laughs> anyway, Andrew. Um, so, like Shores of Tripoli, like I said, you every uh, every card basically has an event every card is uh, an event or a person or something that relates to the historical occurrence yeah and um and like in shorts triple you can either use it for you know the event on the card or the person on the card to do something special mm-hmm. um or you can just use the card for something more generic if you don't want to use it for that thing at that time each card has like a value, and we'll get into that in a bit. But uh, you're playing, mm-hmm. you're playing just like in Shores of Tripoli. Again, you're kind of playing as two opposing sides. This is not necessarily a war, but it's an investigation. So one side is represented by yeah. the Richard Nixon administration, I guess, and the other side is the, I guess, the team of journalists from the uh, Washington Post. Washington right? Post. Yeah. Who yeah. Were yeah. Journalists and editors. Yeah. Who were doing the investigative journalism and, and were breaking the story basically right. to the American people. 
Um, and yeah, and so one side, the side, the Nixon side, is trying to get in the way of the journalists and cover everything up and bury leads and things like that um, and get rid of evidence. Um, and the editor journalist side is trying to make connections between uh, evidence and um, informants to the to the newspaper, to the editors and the journalists and and draw direct links to uh, to Nixon, both figuratively and literally. In this game, Andrew, the journalists and, and editors are s- placing pieces of evidence on a board. It's like a cork board, kind of like um, you know one of the the those the classic trope of a of a conspiracy theory board, where there's string that's attaching you know different. <laughs> uh, pieces of evidence and they all and and the and the person is like stroking their chin and like where does it where do they connect though where do these (laughs) strings cross you know what i mean it's literally that board um and there are you know informants pictures all over the board and you are trying to um place evidence literally on the board with these with these little game pieces um and you're trying to connect active informants that you recruit to a picture of Nixon in the center. And so that's one piece of the uh, of the game now, that you're fighting over. Now if it, Nixon gets the evidence, um, he is going to place uh, the pieces of evidence on the board, but they're going to be crossed out. They're going to be a dead end, basically. And so he's going to get in the way of um, the journalists and the editors trying to connect Nixon to you know, now, um, some of the informants that are on the outside of the board. And now in this way, this game is kind of, it's a card-driven game, you know, we said they have the events and everything on there, but but this part of the game is almost like an abstract, I, it reminded me a little bit of Twixt, where you're trying to kind of make a yep. fence, you're trying to link one point to another point, and the other person is trying to get, yep. in, get in the way and block it with uh, face-down tokens. Right. right, right, because just like in Twixt, um, not the candy, the board game, Dan. Um, <laughs> just like in Twixt, um, the uh, if if you if the way that you're going gets blocked, you have to find a way around that. Right. You know what I mean? And so it makes it kind of like a longer path and everything like that. So there's definitely a lot of strategy involved in just that part of it alone. Um, but that's not it, Andrew. <laughs> On the Nixon side, so obviously the the journalists and the editors win if they can make a connection between two two informants, two of the like eight informants or whatnot that you can that you have that you could possibly connect to Nixon as long as you get two of them and you actually create a line of evidence physically on the board to Nixon between two of them they win that's it's over for Nixon see ya resign time um and that is you know what happened in real life but if you are Nixon if you can kind of like keep them keep the journalists and the editors from making those connections and in the meantime get enough momentum in your presidential campaign, then and you outlast, you know, and mm-hmm. and can connect, uh, collect enough momentum in the meantime, you will win. And that is represented with a physical token, like a red token. Um, and if you collect five of those physical red tokens that stand for momentum, you win the game because you just there's no stopping you at that point. Know what I mean? No. Uh, no matter what the journalists and editors want to do. Now, all this happens on the side of the board. There is a research track. So it's kind of like a tug of war type of thing. All these, uh, the momentum token, uh, an initiative token, which kind of shows like who will go first and who has an extra card each turn, and three pieces of evidence all go on a zero. And then as you're playing your cards, you are moving 
the evidence and or the uh, initiative tokens and things like that um, back and forth, like closer to you or close, or your opponent moves them closer to them. And when the round ends, after you've played your four or five cards, then you see where they are. If, if the things that are on your side of the track go to you and the things that are on the mm-hmm. opponent's side of the track go to them. And so that's so you yeah. ha- you kind of have to balance between do I want to take the momentum token, especially if I'm Nixon, because that's how I'm going to win. I'm going to get five of those. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also don't want to let them. I don't also don't want to let the journalists get too much evidence. So I want to take that evidence and use that to block right. their block their web and vice versa on the other side. So you know, it's, right? It's kind of like exactly deciding which one you want, which one you can let go. Right. Each side has one thing that they need to focus on the win, but they can't lose track of the other thing because if they lose track of the other thing, the other side will win pretty quickly as well. Right. So you have to balance kind of offense and defense throughout the game. Right. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. That whole tug of war thing is kind of re- reminiscent. I know we have both remarked that it's kind of reminiscent of the military track in like Seven Wonders Duel. Yeah. Where um, one person is shoving it towards their opponent in that one and the other person shoving it away, uh, you know, towards their other opponent. Um, it's kind of the reverse. You kind of are... Right. Um, you're tugging the pieces towards you in this one. You know what I mean? Just because you want them, like you said, to end on your side when the round ends, because then you'll get them. I, um, I saw yeah. a lot of people. I saw a lot of people online comparing that to um, a game which definitely is on our list: Twilight Struggle. We've talked a little bit about it before, mm-hmm. where you kind of have that tug of war yeah. aspect happening. So. Yeah, just just like with uh, Shores of Tripoli, a lot of people see this as maybe like a um, kind of a, a little bit more of a stripped down version of uh, Twilight Struggle right. because Twilight Struggle is considered one of like the, you know, preeminent like um, pinnacles in a in card driven history games basically because it is, it, you know, um, a complex one. I, 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 from 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 what we hear, uh, terrific one and um, yeah, but uh, I'll and, s- and longer. I I I we we will play it, Andrew. We yes, will, we but will. we do need to um, set aside a little more time than maybe <laughs> we usually do. Is what I hear for that one. But, I'll say that though, strip like you said, strip down for this one. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, especially if you're short on time. Like this, right. You know, this one is right. pretty pretty quick and easy to learn. I think. <laughs> Yes, I have heard that Twilight Struggle can be multiple hours and that this one can oh be anywhere around 30 minutes to an hour if you're taking your time kind of thing. Right. Um, but we found it to be quick, you know. So, um, so yeah, so like you said, I mean, it could be the kind of thing where, uh, you know, maybe like, like Caverna and then Caverna Cave versus Cave. Maybe there's a time when you want to play the right. big, you know, what they would call crunchy one. You know what I mean? The one that has a lot of moving parts and you want to get really involved and, you know spend hours playing something and maybe sometimes you just want to sit down and do a very streamlined version of it and they're both good so um but uh andrew speaking of them being good <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> well hold on i might i thought i thought i was taking a flight to hawaii and i it turns out i'm looking at my ticket now and it uh my destination is bad segue land what the <laughs> heck you know what I mean? anyway andrew why don't you give us some history about the uh, the old game here uh, history this week, uh, a little bit short, t- really tough to find history about this one, which I was surprised. I thought, I thought it'd be, there would be an interview out there for sure about this one, but anyway. This game is history. It yeah, is history, right? it it's is, like, but, but mm-hmm. unlike... Where's the textbook about the game? Unlike mm-hmm. Shores Dribbly, this game did come with a big, a big textbook at the end. More than half the rule book is, uh, history about Watergate scandal, um, which was great, you know, good yeah. for learning. Oh, it's but, great. Yeah, unlike that one, it it did not cover the history of the making of the game, but I was able to glean a few little things from from the old our old pal the internet. Um, 
It's a, it's a newer game, so maybe they just haven't had a time. It came out in 2019. Uh, designed by Matthias Kramer. I think I'm saying that right. Matthias or Matthias? 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 Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I think German fellow. German, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, from Germany. Uh, his first game was Glenmore, which came out in 2010, which I know has some notoriety mm-hmm. out there. And uh, made actually that's a, a Rondel system. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. That's mm-hmm. caught my attention. Mm-hmm. But uh, more than two players, so it's like, uh, you know, why would I really want to <laughs> spend my time? Anyway, um, <clears throat> but he's since then he's published like a lot of games. It's like more than one a year. It's he's coming out with all these games, mm-hmm. um, several yeah. like Euro games, worker placement type games. Uh, a lot of fantasy themes with knights and castles and stuff like that. Um, this one's obviously mm-hmm. kind of a departure from a lot of those, but it's right now it seems like it's one of his more popular, you know, more well-known titles. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like this might be his most popular. I one, think possibly. so. I mean, every, everybody everybody knows Glenmore, and everybody know, and I know like Rococo is like um, yeah, right. one that he's famous for as well. But honestly, I think. Th- it, it, if I had to guess, I would assume this is the one that he's most known for because this one is well known. At least here in the United States, I think this one is more popular. Um, good point. But, good point. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say that his profile picture on Board Game Geek, he's holding up the up copy of this game, so I think that means something. But uh, <laughs> that that seals the deal. Yeah, yeah. it was published by uh, Compass Games. Also, in his uh, driver's license, he's holding up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be cool if you could? <laughs> You got your driver's license, and you could, you hold up your favorite board game next to your face, and, you know. Yeah, but I mean, think about that. You still have your driver's license like six years later, and you're like, "What was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? Star Wars Risk? Come on, what was I thinking? No, no." You know, <laughs> yeah, the cop pulls you over. Is like, really? Star Wars Risk? Come on. He's like, really? Come on. <laughs> um, it's a Hasbro game. Right. Uh, I just have Candyland up there as a safeguard every time, anyway. So that's that's what I'd be putting up there. Yeah, because um, I can do it ironically or right. yeah, earnestly, depending right. on the crowd. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Candyland duel. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> anyway, he uh, enjoys war games and historical games. He said, and uh, although you know a lot of his first games were kind of those Euro games, he said that. Uh, his goal with his games are always to take something from real life that is like complicated and kind of distill it down to make it into simple mechanics in a game. So the yeah. the blending of the theme and mechanics is always really important. And I think definitely accomplished that with Watergate because it's obviously a very complicated event that happened. Um, but the as you're playing, it really feels very connected to the theme. The things that you're doing, I think... Um, feel like yeah this makes sense this because you're you're trying to connect the evidence you're trying to block block the other side if you're nixon and you're trying to outlast the press kind of thing it just it just feels like it's really connected to the theme so well done on his part absolutely um it won the 2019 golden geek award uh on board game Mm. geek golden geek award for best two-player game of 2019 wow 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 congrats on that high praise high praise from on that from the High Board praise. Game Geek Awards. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Just one guy, right? The Board Game Geek is just one. <laughs> it's one, the, per, one person. Yeah. The, the Almighty Golden from, Geek. from the Board Game Geek. Uh, <laughs> that, that that person's killing it for yeah, sure. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. In the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Now, he is German, as I said, and uh, he's about, or maybe at the time of this release, he already has released a another historical game that's based on kind of a German politics uh, thing called uh, Weimar? Weimar? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, World War II kind of era thing that happened in Germany. And uh, I... I couldn't find a quote from him about his interest in American politics. I, that's the big mystery for me. <laughs> like I was searching so long to find out, is he really into um, American politics? But I think Watergate is actually pretty world famous uh, from what I could tell from my research is that like a lot of people in other countries have at least heard of it or know about it, um, if you're at all interested yeah. in, in politics that way. But uh, this game was published in six different languages, so that means it's a success. Wow. And, all, and also maybe pe- a lot of people who... Maybe live in other countries. At least are have heard of Watergate. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I kind of wish they had hadn't put it out <laughs> in other languages because it is pretty embarrassing <laughs> story about our president. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is spreading this story well, of Watergate to possibly a bunch of young people in other countries who did not, you know, did not haven't heard it, and it's like ugh. Well, you know what? Uh, I didn't vote for him, so you know I'm not. Uh, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I didn't. The hook. I didn't vote for the other guy either. So, but uh, that's beyond the point. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, would have been it would have been voter fraud if you had. Andrew, that's so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The uh, the unborn unborn guy voting. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop the steal. Stop, Stop the steal. <laughs> They're at the hospital, pointing at you as a baby in the cradle. You know what I mean. I wouldn't put it by him. Andrew, I'm not that old. Um, okay. <laughs> well, Andrew, that's pretty cool. Um, I How wish co- him luck on the new one and everything to come. Hey, uh, sp- honestly, of- quickly, quickly becoming don't you dare with a bad segue, Andrew. Speaking of cool, are we cool? No. no. We're, not, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> no, 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 We're not ready for that Yeah, That's like 40 minutes from now, Andrew. Oh, oh okay. Okay, listen, Andrew, uh, review on this. review on this okay good all right we're not ready for time for it's cool or whatever it's time for review on this we're going to uh pete's going to read a person's review from the internet that he found about this game and we're just going to assume what their life is like and uh then he's going to do it again and again and uh hopefully it's uh he's reading some really crazy stuff here so let's find out what you found rinse repeat you know Andrew, this person gave it a 1 out of 10. So oh, that's, no. the, that's as low as it gets, basically. They said, boring. Don't get the hype. The theme was cool until I realized how lame the Watergate situation was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Watergate wasn't exciting enough for you, bud. You know what I mean? I'm sorry that John Favreau didn't get tapped to direct the Watergate scandal, bud. You know? <laughs> Not enough Iron Man in one of the biggest abuses of executive power, you know, in American history for you, bud? Is that, you know? <laughs> uh, have you seen, I have not seen the movie, the All the President's Men, is that what it's called? Um, I've, not, I've not seen that no. one. No. Uh, but but I, I, I do want to watch it now. Right. <laughs> Same. I was you thinking, mm, maybe I should watch that now. Because I am kind of know. But if you yeah. want action and excitement, explosions and stuff like that, I don't think that movie has that stuff. Unless they really changed yeah. it, around, but I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, they might have. Yeah, they might have really <laughs> took some liberties with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start, all the presidents, many starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> 
Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10, uh, and they said, I enjoy the tension that is created through a tugging of opportunity cost, but it's usually obvious what I should be going for based on the game state and cards in hand. Hmm. Andrew, I think this might be the first time I've heard someone complain about a game not being confusing enough. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I like the game, but it's a little too obvious what I should be doing while I play it. So it's kind of not my speed. You know what I mean? Like, this this is a person who, like, plays board games specifically for the feeling of of being lost and not knowing what to do next. So this one isn't really their, you know, cup of tea. Yeah, I don't know. This is somebody who's trying to, like, impress somebody, being like, oh, it's too easy or something like that. I don't... Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's actually... I know what to do at every turn. I actually could have been president. I'd actually be a pretty good president. You know what I mean? If if I were Nixon, I... Tough decisions for me. If I were Nixon, I would have got away with it. If I were Nixon, I probably would have, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's the that's the crazy thing, Andrew. Is I'll probably say this fifty times before the episode ends. But if this is if this is what he got caught doing, imagine what he didn't get caught doing. Okay, Andrew, uh, six out of ten. This person gave it, and they said an interesting spatial puzzle, but somewhat underwhelming as a historical game. Uh, what a good puzzle, but not a good history game. Andrew, every single card in this game is literally a piece of history. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what more do you want here? What more could they do here? You know what I mean? Like, this is all history. You know? Yeah. There's there's not a component in this game that doesn't there are, have a piece of history on it. You there know are I mean? even superfluous quotes at the bottom of the cards, which they say ha- yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the gameplay. It's just like, hey, you want to read a little extra history just for fun? It's yeah. on there. You know, if you're bored, waiting for yeah, your Yeah, they don't have anything to do with the game. And half, like you said, half the rule book is essentially a textbook synopsis <laughs> of Watergate. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I think, it, I think this is just a person uh who wants war you know what i mean right. like to him history means like rifles and he's like i don't know there's not enough history in this game and it's like not enough what it's like not enough bullets in this game is what i you know it's like <laughs> well okay well history and bullets aren't the same thing right anyway andrew this person gave it a 6.5 out of 10 they said a theme i don't care for at all and then in parentheses they wrote anything political Okay, well, so then this one's on you, bud. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to play anything that has politics in it, maybe don't play a game called Watergate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate I hate food. Uh, ga- I hate food uh, based games. I f- finally got a chance uh, to play Pizza Pie Maker tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, what? Well, don't do that. You don't like, <laughs> you know. I've never been a fan about um, games that uh, where there's a big lazy cat who loves lasagna. And I, I just purchased Garfield, the board game. It's like, what? Why? What are you doing? You're not going to like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. Definitely don't like climbing up ladders or sliding down slides. Going to try out shoots and ladders. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I've been hearing good things about shoots and ladders, though. It's like, well, all right. <laughs> don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hate quilting. Um, Patchwork? Gonna try... No, okay. We can go all day for this. (laughs) Actually, I think... Yeah. I think everybody would love that game, no matter what. That's true. Okay. Andrew, 7.10... Oh, oops. 7.2 out of 10. 7.10 would probably just be (laughs) 8. Okay. 7.2 out of 10, this person said. And they wrote, Wife didn't like asymmetry. Okay. And that is fair, Andrew. You don't have to like asymmetry in your games. But this game... 
you know, is inherently all about asymmetry. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so again, I feel like this one's on you. You know what I mean? Like, without that asymmetry, it's just two Nixons, you know? And they're like tag-teaming America, you know, in the wrestling ring, you know, which would be truly a nightmare. Think about that. Two Nixons, Andrew? I think this person... That would be two Reagans. I think this person is just complaining about other stuff, about how their wife uh, doesn't like asymmetry just in general. Like It's like, ah, I decorated like, yeah. I decorated the house, didn't like the asymmetry, you know. Um, yeah. Complaining about my face, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know? like, she doesn't like uh, that one of my eyes is, you know, <laughs> right. slightly lower than my other eye, you know. Right. That's really what Inter- this is all about. T- Twitter, do your thing. You know what I mean? Just calling, sicking Twitter on his wife for not liking asymmetry. <laughs> oh, you know. Um... Is that what your wife wants? You know what I mean? Two Nixons is Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. I mean, Seven maybe. out of ten, this person wrote. Uh, and this is this is it. The, the review is two words, Andrew, um, and one symbol. It is goes like this. Lint, colon, Clint. So... <laughs> Uh, good, you know, good, like alliteration or whatever there. I guess that's not alliteration. It's not the first letter, but good rhyming. Yeah. Yeah. Lint colon Clint. Uh, I would assume Andrew, (laughs) that this person wrote this to remind them that they did in fact lend the game to a fella named Clint. You know what I mean? That they lent it to Clint, (laughs) but I thought you said, if okay. they were saying that for the religious season of Lent, Andrew, you know, that's <laughs> the one where Christians they, where Christians give up something to relate to the sacrifices that Christ made while being alone in the desert for 40 days. Right. What if they were saying that instead of giving up this game, they would instead give up Clint? You know what I mean? Like, their review is, well, for Lent this year, it's got to be, Clint's got to go. It's Clint. This game stays, you know what I mean? Okay, you said Lent. See, at first I thought you were saying Lint, L-I-N-T. And I thought, you know, is there a bunch of lint on this game? Or they put it through the <laughs> dryer or something? I don't understand what's happening. No, that's that's my whatever my accent is, Andrew. That's what it is. I say I say pen. I say I say yeah. I say pen. Uh, he wrote with a pen, and he wears, oh, wears no. a, wearing a pen. Uh, and uh, <laughs> lint is lint. You know what I mean? Lint, um, not lint. Okay. Lint, lint, lint. I don't. Lent. Well, lint. That's, I'm not gonna my, write, that's not my problem. You know? I'm, I'm currently, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm recording you, so play it back on a, like a little tape, you know. Yeah, all right. I got. I'll bring it to school tomorrow. You know what I mean? But every Andrew, time you, every time you say lint, we're gonna accidentally like erase that part of the tape. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's got to be consequences. Andrew, um, this person gave an 8.5 out of 10. They said only downside is the theme. Some people might not enjoy that. And this person is right, Andrew. Some people might not enjoy the fact that this game is this theme. Some people would just prefer to not have to think about their representatives doing shady and illegal stuff and would much prefer that stuff just happen behind the scenes and never be made public. You know what I mean? Uh, The thing about pulling your head out of the sand, Andrew, is that now your head has to look at things, you know? Uh, And also it's not... Uh, in the warm sand anymore, Andrew. So he's right. Some people just, you know, don't want to. This is written. This is written by somebody who is uh, real old, like somebody from my, like my grandparents' generation. I feel like, you yeah. know, like my grandparents, like the greatest generation, as some people call them, the World War II people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like before this time. Eh, not 
not entirely before this time, but this was kind of like the first real big time where everybody's like, wait, the president lies? The president would never lie. Yeah. You know, it's like, and ever since yeah, then, it's just right. been getting less and less trust in our yeah, yeah, <laughs> government. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, right, there's a, there, and it's still, you know, we might talk about this later in the episode, but there are a generation of people, uh, and it might be our parents' generation, um, who uh, still kind of, feel this way where they're just like no i'd rather not think about it you know what i mean like what about all this crazy stuff going on that that we you know that we have to you know well no nah, it's a little too tough to think about that so i'm not gonna think about it you know what i mean it's like all right well cool so i mean i'm glad i'm glad you guys aren't in charge anymore you know what i mean like <laughs> you know um y'all who just like went to vietnam because the government told you to basically you know what i mean um the vast majority of you Except because Nixon, for, because Nixon told you to, right? You, yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew, um, I'll tell you before we get on. My least favorite thing about Nixon, besides all this Watergate stuff, actually, even beyond the Watergate stuff, he called the astronauts when they landed on the moon, the Apollo astronauts, at like like celebrating, like, "Hey, it's so great, we did it." You know, he had nothing to do with it. It was all the people before him that did, it was Kennedy and all them. It, Nixon had nothing yeah. to do with space program. He's like taking all the credit. It just annoyed me. Anyway, go ahead. That's your least. That's your least favorite. My least favorite thing. Uh, least gotcha. top, okay. top three. Top three. My least favorite thing is calling <laughs> the astronauts. Uh, my second thing is uh, yeah. the uh, <laughs> the way he shook his uh, jowls his and then tie, my, yeah his tie right right yeah, yeah that annoyed me and then and then number three yeah, was yeah. was the fact that he. Uh, tried to spy on his political opponents and then cover it up and lie about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the crazy thing about Nixon, Andrew, is that this was the thing he that he essentially got he got impeached for. Um, but uh, it's almost, like almost impeached. I, I almost I don't I don't I almost don't care about this one. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean compared to everything else that he did as and that guy just all the other all the other war crimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> Andrew, but anyway, um, so Last review here, Andrew. Eight out of ten. They wrote great two-player game. I like being Nixon. Well, <laughs> Andrew, <clears throat> I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's really the takeaway the designers had in mind here. But uh, okay, go off, King. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I like be. Huh, wow, this game really taught me to like Nixon. I like being Nixon. I, I kind of wish I was Nixon. Want to be more like him? What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Andrew, uh, there's somebody that I would love to be like, and, uh, oh, <laughs> I think they're here, Andrew. I just heard a knock at the door. Whoop! Well, it's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Well, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane. I was just telling Andrew that you are somebody I looked up to and try to model my life after. Nope, don't say anything. You don't have to say a word. You're, just that look on your face shows me that I've touched your heart. If you wouldn't mind sticking around, doing your thing, Dr. Fraser Crane, where you help us count down the top ten phrases that you'll hear somebody say while playing the game Watergate. Number ten. Oh, you know, the rosemary stretch. That's actually my favorite yoga position. Number nine. Thankfully, this game shows me that the money I donate to political campaigns goes towards things that will improve my life. Hold on. Number eight. My fellow Americans, this game is not a crook. Number seven. Well, at least all of these criminals spent a long time in prison like we would if we had done what they did. Hold on. Number six. So why was this informant's codename a deep throat? Just wondering. 
Number five. Luckily, people I asked to do a crime for me will never betray me. Hold on. Number four. Wait, why are a bunch of newspaper reporters cracking this case? Shouldn't the, like, the cops or the FBI be involved with this? Hold on. <laughs> Number three. Well, I'm just glad we're done with presidents committing crimes. Hold on. Number two. Okay, just so you know, I'm recording this entire game on tape. Yeah, so what if it's on a talk boy? Number one. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and look up more about this Deep Throat character by typing it right into my Google search bar. Hold on. Hey folks, just taking a quick break from this episode to talk about the stuff that make us the money. Uh, of course, we're talking about our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, how could I not, right? Right, right, right. So need that, need that green stuff, Andrew, need it to live. <laughs> Let us know, not talking about vegetables, I'm talking about money, baby. So, um, we wanted to bring one thing to light here, investigative journalism, gotcha journalism, um, that you might not have known, um, selling tabloids with the headline, and that is that uh, when you join the Patreon, you get a chance, you're entered in a little bit of a, a draw to be the guest on the very final episode of this season of Two Can Play That Game. That's right. Now, of course, Patreon, is Pete referring to, is the money, right? So uh, we do need a little bit of money to keep this podcast running. There are some costs associated with it, but you can uh, get all kinds of different bonus content when you do that. But one thing that's really cool about it is for every dollar that you pledge per month, your name goes into a hat, uh, you know, that many times. So if you pledge $2 a month, it's going into the hat two times every month. If you pledge $5 a month, it's going in five times every month. Uh, so the wow. sooner you sign up, for the higher amount that you sign up, the higher level you sign up, the more great stuff you get, plus the more chances you get to be on the show as our acquaintance. Wow. And you know what? If you just if you want to kind of seal the deal, Andrew, there is a $3,000 level one. You yeah. just put, you, you know, you're pretty much going to get it at that point. You got 3,000 entries, you know what I mean? So well, you, yep. you could do that for you could do that for one month and probably win it. You know what I mean? Probably. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Just like rolling the dice not, in a board game, though. Um, not a guarantee. Know. You know what I mean? Just yeah, doing the. We got to get the guy to do the uh, fine print at the end, really fast. Yeah, that's you know? right. But anyway, uh, we hope you sign up. It's at uh, Patreon. That's P A T R E O N. Patreon dot com slash two can play that game podcast. That's right. That's right. We hope to see you there. But uh, for now, we got to get back to the show. Ooh. Love break. Oh, yeah. It's time for a love break. Uh, you may be love saying... Love break, baby, love break. <laughs> you may be saying to yourself, wait, hold on. Isn't this the time of the show where they do chess break? Well, <laughs> go back and listen and to I last would week's say, episode. What did you miss last week? <laughs> Dude or dudette? <laughs> it's uh it, the chess game is over pete won okay stop rubbing it in pete jeez um we and <laughs> i course, did it let, for us andrew <laughs> no it was a great time to end it because as per our agreement whatever game we ended on which last week we were talking about the game fog of love we're gonna have to play that yeah. one turn at a time so we are about to start a very long game of fog of love 
Uh, yeah, good thing we like it, Andrew. Pretty exciting. So um, we started the beginning of the game here, Andrew, and so we took the liberty of doing some of the off-camera, off-mic uh, yeah. character creation. Yes. Uh, but we left in some some of the juicy parts here, Andrew. Basically, we just started with the very first step, which is where um, you choose your character, basically, and then you choose your traits. So mm -hmm. we randomly um, took five different traits, and then we chose three of them to run with for our characters. Now, we cannot tell you, listeners, what those traits are that we picked because we have to keep them secret from each other yeah. uh, because during the game, if we want to get extra points and and some really good points, basically, we have to... Uh, this is this coaxes us and guides us to play the game a certain way. When we make decisions, when we make choices, we're going to be doing them as if we have these traits. Because um, when we when we every trait has like a goal you want to get to, yeah. um, and the way that you achieve that is by making certain decisions that move your your that add more personality tokens to a certain side of the personality board. You know what I mean? So now these traits, for these, instance, yeah. Yeah. These traits are supposed to represent kind of our innate, um, character traits about ourselves, things yeah. that you wouldn't notice about somebody, you know, on a first date. So for instance, it's only specifically that, about your personality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Things like sensitivity, gentleness, uh, yeah. Discipline, stuff like that. These are things um, that you might learn about your partner as the relationship goes on, but you're not going to come out and yeah. say, oh, I'm this kind of person. You might not even know that about yourself. It's just kind of the way you right. go, you know, so. Right. That's, that's what these right. are. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. So like, for instance, if you if you chose a trait for your character and again, we chose three for each of ourselves. But if you chose something that was like slobby or something like that or messy or something like that, it might be you might have to play the game in a way that gets you a lot of tokens on the undisciplined side of yeah, the board. You right, know right. what I mean? Um, that kind of thing. So, um, but uh, anyway, so we have the traits already. So Andrew and I basically know three personality traits about our character that we're, that are going to be central to how we play the game, basically. Again, we can't share them with you because we can't share them with each other. But as the game goes on, you might be able to... Actually, that's a fun game to play. At home, see if you can kind of guess oh. what the personality traits are that we chose. There you go. Because I think it does become apparent, you know what I mean, when we start making choices. Um, now, let's move on to the next step of the character creation, Andrew. I'm excited. Um, that we can do here on mic with the audience, which is we are going to choose an occupation card. So if you wouldn't mind dealing us three different random occupation cards and we will look at them and we will choose an occupation for our character okay there you go three for you and three for me and we're going to take a oh, look yeah, at these, these are three. good these are good <clears throat> oh andrew um okay I think i'm gonna rule this one out and it's down to these two and they i could see these both being great honestly especially for the character especially with the traits that i have they could both be great but i i have the one that i'm gonna go with yeah i i yeah mine is very clear i've got mine ready to go okay all <laughs> right you ready let's let's reveal by putting it on the board face up on uh, three two one hey. i'm a chef baby <laughs> pete is a chef uh, I i'm am... a chef with a mouse under my hat 
I'm a ratatouille, ratatouille <laughs> chef. Uh, I like it. I no, like I'm just it. a regular chef, I guess. I am an internet celebrity. Internet celebrity. Oh, so. Andrew, this is great. You are you are an influencer. This is yes. a pause. A chef and an influencer is a match made in heaven. Obviously, I have a podcast. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be right? in your stories making food for you, and you're going to be like, my boo. It's going to be great. I have they a po- making, right. you know, making eggs for me on this I, beautiful Sunday or whatever. I have a podcast. I have uh, lots of followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I have a podcast about board uh, games, but my Instagram's all about food. Uh, no. Uh, so, <laughs> so this means that I am. This means for some reason I am a little bit undisciplined. And uh, oh yeah, right. So this occupation card um, gives you like a starting um, token to put somewhere, basically. Yep. And so yours yours goes on the on the bottom of the discipline track, the on the undisciplined side. Yes. Okay. And you're gonna um, be. Uh, mine not, is not sensitive. on yes well i guess that is accurate for chefs i'm going to put a token on the on the insensitive side of sensitivity uh and uh yeah that that makes sense okay andrew now deal out if you would this is one of my favorite parts of the character creation one of my favorite parts of the game quite frankly if you could deal us five cards from the features uh deck okay. and then we're going to choose three and these are the the way they say it in the game is that these are things that you first noticed about your partner when you met them, basically. Um, and they also are going to have you put some starting tokens on certain parts of the board, basically. Um, and we're supposed to pick them for each other, Andrew. So if you want to go first, choose the first thing you noticed about me. Okay, uh, here I'm looking at my cards. I am going to... Okay, here we go. Uh, first thing I noticed about you, Pete, when I saw you was that you are just very big. You're a very big person uh, there mm, cooking food. So. Thank you. Green giant. Yes. Um, yes. Well, you know, I am a giant vegetable man. You're you know what I mean? Imagine cooking the green vegetables. giant as a chef. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's kind of cannibalism, if right. you will. A little bit. Is the green giant made of vegetables, or is he just a human who's green? Is uh, the green giant related to the Hulk? Is the yeah. green giant have Hulk disease? Pretty sure All it's right. a giant. We don't, we don't have asparagus. time to answer this now. Anyway, what'd you notice about yeah. me, Pete? What'd you, what, what's the Andrew, first thing? Andrew, the first about thing. <laughs> the first thing that I noticed about you, Andrew, you're gonna love this. Okay. I noticed your old cell phone, Andrew. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, that's in this game, Andrew. It is a feature that you can choose, and I did, in fact, how could I not choose it for you? I notice your old cell phone, Andrew. And that, Andrew, you might notice, gives you a token on the discipline side of discipline. So, it's you know what I mean? Well, because I haven't bought a new phone forever. Even though I am an internet Mm -hmm. celebrity, I have, yeah, you're right, I still have my... You could get any phone you want, but you stick to the razor, you know, because you're trying to set a... A trend, you know what I mean? Well, it's part of the thing. That's part the... of my part of my internet uh, in, um, presence is that like I really enjoy old technology, so I show it off. And be like, mm-hmm. you know, this is so cool. I have I have a rotary phone also at home that I like show off. Yeah. And take pictures yep, with yep. and stuff like that. So. And you drive a Model T or whatever. Right. Right. Andrew, <laughs> what's the next thing you noticed about me? Well, I noticed obviously that you're big, and also. What else would go with that? But you have strong arms as well. I just noticed Ooh. those those rippling biceps, Pete, and the yes. rippling triceps and all the other muscles that go in there. Delts. I, I love what... that 
Andrew. So Andrew, when I was big, it actually shirt. put it put me a. It, it, I had to put a token on the insensitive side of the sensitivity. No, it's, wait, no, no, no. It's it's the other way around. It, yes. it wouldn't. It, big was sensitive, right? And so big now, was made me more sensitive. Yeah, because I. I, I get to see what it was like to be an outcast. You know what I mean? It's uh, an outsider. I'm so big. You know what I mean? That I I can't help but be an empath. Andrew, the strong arms, though, does make me insensitive because, hey, man, I can't I can't help but flex them. You know what I mean? Well, um, you know, everybody is kind of, uh, not everybody is so one-sided. You know, you have parts yeah. of you that make you sensitive, parts of you that make you insensitive. Yeah. So I'll see how this right. keeps going, actually. Andrew, okay. um might I might I add all three things I have displayed on the board deal with my sensitivity. The fact that I'm a chef makes me insensitive. The fact that I'm big makes me sensitive. The fact that I have big strong arms makes me insensitive. So <laughs> interesting, interesting pattern here. Andrew, the next thing I noticed about you was uh-huh. just how tanned you are. Tanned, oh. <laughs> Andrew, I noticed about you. The fact that you're tanned. Wow, thank you. Um Yes, and that, of course, uh, you got to put a token on the discipline side of, of discipline. Well, because, Pete, uh, let me explain. I've been, uh, you know, obviously I'm on the internet a lot. I got to look tan, so I go to the tanning booth uh, every other day. That's how disciplined I am. Mm-hmm. I'm very punctual. Mm-hmm. My people yes, there know that I'm going to be on time, you know, uh, with my old <laughs> cell phone in my pocket. <laughs> right. It's for the views, baby. You know what I mean? You got to do it for the vine. That's right. Andrew, the last thing that you noticed about me was what? Okay, Pete, um, I noticed that you're just this big, burly guy with these strong arms, and mm-hmm. I also noticed that you're wearing a lovely flowery hat. I noticed your flowery hat oh, right away. Oh, look at that. <laughs> wow, flowery hat. Okay, yep. yes, I love this. This is kind of like a uh, Mr. Nanny or whatever. What was the one with Hulk Hogan where he was... Uh, the yeah, cover is him mid- holding like a vacuum and a kid upside down or something like that. Is it Mr. Yeah, Mom this is the something? sensitive... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. This is the sensitive side of me, Andrew. And hey, look at that! It, I ran the we ran the board with sensitive here because this is I'm going to add a token to the sensitive side here. So I I'm starting the game with two tokens on insensitive and two tokens on sensitive here. Um, so I'm pretty well balanced. So I see that's right. me. I even even though there's parts of me that are a little insensitive, I like to balance it out. Hence the flowery hat. So. Right. Well, you don't you Andrew, walk around you walk around. People might think that you're insensitive, and you're like, you know what? I I need people mm-hmm. to think realize how sensitive I am. So that's why you wear the flowery hat. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want somebody seeing my huge arms and being like, man, this guy might be you know a real jack. You know what I mean? Uh, right, jack right. A. You know what I mean? Um, Andrew. The thing that I noticed about you, perhaps most of all, mm-hmm. and how could I not? It's your squeaky voice, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> squeaky voice, Andrew. Okay, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, gee, well, thanks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whatever it, good internet you know, influencer. I mean, obviously, I do a podcast. I need a really squeaky Mickey Mouse voice for that. Um, people just people on the internet unique. go nuts for that. Yes. Andrew, I, you know, you first, you, the first time I laid on, on you, you walked into my restaurant and you cracked that, that, um, classic catchphrase, got any cheese? You know what I mean? The classic Urkel. (laughs) Oh, I speak like Urkel. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, just instantly, you know, dove into your voice like a warm, right. Hot spring, you know? Yeah, I know you like that. Well, 
Andrew, uh, for some the reason, next by thing the way, that we would do from here. Hold on, by the way, is, for, some, for some reason, squeaky yeah. voice makes me insincere in this game. So for some reason, people with squeaky voices lie oh. a lot. I guess I don't know what that. Wow, about. wow, yeah, that is. It's this. the opposite of earnest in this game. Interesting. Well, 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 well. I guess. I mean, Steve Urkel was always cracking jokes. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. He wasn't well, exactly the most earnest person in the world. Yeah. Now, not every uh, week is going to be like this. This was the character setup, right. right? And that's our character. Our characters right, are set right. up, ready to ready to fall in love, baby. Now we have our characters. Yeah, Andrew, you, of course, are a tanned, uh, squeaky-voiced internet celebrity with an old cell phone. <laughs> Um, and I am a big, strong-armed chef wearing a flowery hat, um, kind <laughs> right. of like Blossom. You know what I mean? Uh, whoa! <laughs> you know, that's a kind of a all, about ha- half our audience is going to get that. The other half is going to have no idea what we're talking about. They know my MB Alec from trying to be a Jeopardy host, but we know my MB Alec from Blossom. Anyway, Andrew, you're right. Um, we are going to get into the real core of this game next week, Andrew, when we play our very first scene. And we have chosen to go with the story arc of high school sweethearts this time, Andrew. <laughs> so we are, well, we'll see what that, I don't know. I'm curious to see what that first scene is in high school sweethearts because uh, yeah. we are internet. See, I went to I went to high school so long ago. I can't imagine being an internet celebrity in high school, but maybe. Yeah, the internet celebrity when we went to high school was you, the man now, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> was uh, you know what I mean? Or uh, I can't even think about what Ham- was hamsterdance.com. Uh, it's all the Homestar Runner. Or, Homestar uh, Runner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yes. Anyway. Ebaum. Ebaum. Ebaum's world. Joe Cartoon was my internet celebrity when I was in high school. Uh, Bonzi Buddy was my oh. internet celebrity. <laughs> but he was more of a desktop celebrity, That's not right. necessarily an internet. That's right. Okay, Andrew, we can't. We're getting lost in nostalgia land, Andrew, but we just we can't. Uh, we got to get back to the show, my friend. Uh, back to what? Back from falling in love, back to Watergate, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, here we go. Oh, and uh, hey, you know what? Before we go any further here, guess what? My phone is ringing. Would you believe that? Hmm. Well, so- I'm not calling you, Andrew, because we're we're currently not in love break. You know what I mean? So I'm not <laughs> I'm not calling right. my crush at at night. You know? It's a it's a call on my rotary phone, so I'm gonna have to just pick oh. it up and see who it is here. Hello. Whoop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's an acquaintance. It's time for an acquaintance call in. Acquaintance call in. Okay, everybody, it is time for another acquaintance call in here on the show. Uh, this, of course, is a segment where uh, we're going to talk to somebody who a lot of other shows might say is a friend of the show, but of course, for us, that's just that's just not true here. So uh, you all know that. So we're just going to talk to an acquaintance, just somebody that we know. So Pete, who do we have on the line today? Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Well, today for the acquaintance call in, we've got two guests calling in, Andrew. We've got Ruel and we've got Michelle, and they are a wonderful couple of personalities in the board game world. And you can often find them playing games together on Twitch. And Ruel also writes about reviews, blogs, and bod- uh, podcasts about board games, in addition to live streaming with others on his Twitch channel and the Tabletop Live Network channel. And Ruel serves on the American Tabletop Awards Committee and the Tabletop Writers skill board so these folks are where it's at andrew i'd like to welcome 
And please join me in welcoming to the show, Andrew, Ruel, and Michelle. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hello, acquaintances. Nice to see Uh you. Yes. Yes. If you wouldn't mind just confirming for our audience, Ruel and Michelle, um, that you we are not friends, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yes. (laughs) We are acquaintances and acquaintances only. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) We'll get that in writing later. So uh, don't worry. Yeah, that is something. Yeah, we will fax you the contract. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, usually our our listeners demand to see the contract. So, um, you know, know, that's uh, that's what the audiences want these days. They want to see it in writing. They want to see it, you know, everything legal. And all that, yeah, we're, yeah. we're happy to sign it. <laughs> We've got a lot of lawyers who tune in. They, they love the show. What can I say? They can't get enough of it. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. Yeah, so. nothing, nothing says board game podcasts like lawyers, let me tell you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They're, they're very fun lawyers. You know what I mean? Um, well, actually, that's, hey, that's, hey, we didn't even plan this, but that's a great segue into the game of Watergate, Andrew, because let's, <laughs> let's face it, baby, this is one big old legal battle. Um, and, Y'all are and pros, so, I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, it was planned, actually. It was that's planned, point, yes. Ruel, that was fun. And um, so, uh, Ruel, Michelle, I have seen posts from y'all that you have played this game and enjoy Watergate, and so uh, when we saw everything that you do with the board gaming world, Andrew and I were like, we got to lock them down into a game and we said let's let's do it with watergate let's talk about this one um and um especially because this is such a head-to-head direct conflict to play game you know what i mean like one side you know plays as uh nixon and the and uh, the administration and one side plays as the journalist and they are trying to get each other flat out there is no two ways about it um and so i wanted to ask you specifically since you do so much board gaming together pub, in the public eye, how do these types of games play out for you two, these real direct conflict games? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, you can go ahead and start. Yeah, what I was, um, it, it's funny because the games that we play uh, as a couple um, here um, at home, off air, I don't think they're very direct conflicty at all. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our favorites is uh, Patchwork, the Uwe Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're quilting and making a quilt. And absolutely, that one's more like indirect conflict, I think, because you're just, you know, oh, yeah. you're drafting your pieces and making your little quilt. And Michelle, we love that game. And I don't, and I was really, when I learned Watergate, um, I was like, oh man, this looks good, right? And I was mm-hmm. thinking my main gaming partner, uh, besides Michelle, is my buddy Daryl. And these, we play nothing but conflict games. But then mm-hmm. I was wondering. There's a lot of smack talk in between. Yeah, yeah. The smack <laughs> talk is for me and my buddy Daryl. Um, and, but for this game, I don't know what it was that drew us into it. For me, it was definitely the theme. I thought you would like the theme. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about your background and like what you do? Um, oh, well, yeah. I'm a teacher. So oh, every ooh. time, you know, a game comes out or that we play, I'm like, oh, how could I use this? But yeah. um, this there, well, because of the tug of war kind of push and pull, mm-hmm. um, I thought, of, you know, some of my kids, I really teach high school and some of them still struggle with like um, negative numbers, like adding mm-hmm. and subtracting negative okay. numbers. And uh, I yeah, thought, totally. you know, there's almost a number line. Well, I guess you could call it a number yeah. line there. And, um, you know, I thought that would be a good visual for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I always think of how I could use this in the classroom and also just the historical part of it. Cause I mean, these kids are young. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we were young <laughs> yeah. when Watergate happened. So, yeah, you know, 
honestly, I didn't like history. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was in high school, I, I, I don't mm-hmm. remember history. So I think if this was around at that time, I think, you know, I would have been more drawn into, um, you know, actually like learning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that um, when, so when we play games, it's really interesting because, you know, of course um, I've been, uh, I dove into the hobby about six years ago, like really dove in it hardcore. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm always looking at games now from like, Oh, I like this mechanism like that. But then when I play with Michelle, um, you know, she's a gamer too, but she's a little more casual uh, gamer yeah. than I. Mm-hmm. So we look at things differently. And I always appreciate her perspective coming from a teacher's background. Cause then she'll say, Oh, like with the number line, that's literally the research track on this, on this, like mm-hmm. you're pushing yeah. and pulling. Like I, you know, as Nixon, I want the momentum on my side as mm-hmm. um, you know, the press or the post uh, she wants on her side so she can start filling in, you know, uh, get her special abilities. Whereas I think Nixon, I want five momentum tokens after, you know, right. with so I then when she mentioned that um, the number lines, I thought that was interesting because I never would have thought about like that. I'm just thinking of um, like, say, set collection. Oh, I want, you know, these yeah. things on my side of the board. But then Michelle's right. thinking number line. She can teach, you know, negative numbers to her students. And right. um, yeah, it's 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 really neat to, uh, you know, have a partner who, you know, we're, we're playing games together, but we're take, uh, tackling them from uh, different perspectives. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Andrew and I really just have each other basically so um we we do we do a little we we also (laughs) like smack talking quite frankly but then we also uh patchwork's one of our favorite too so it's almost like you know sometimes i sometimes i be take on sometimes i'm the michelle know what i mean and and um and then sometimes uh i'm your other friend daryl was it yeah daryl yeah (laughs) yeah so there are nights when I'm Michelle, there's nights when I'm Daryl, for sure. Because there's, <laughs> there's, there's nights when I want to rub it in Andrew's face, for sure. And then there's nights yeah. where I'm like, Andrew, I just, can we just chill? <laughs> I can tell, so. I can tell by, you know, the first five minutes of our conversation, I'll be like, oh, you're going to be a real Daryl tonight. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always say that, don't I, Pete? Yeah. Yes, he's always <laughs> said that. And I've honestly never known what he meant until, until now. Michelle, it's great that you mentioned uh, the history part of it and, and learning from it, because that's what I always think of with these games specifically. Like this is... Um, this is, I guess this falls really into the, that car driven history game with, a, um, where there are other games like, you know, Twilight Struggle and things like that. We have actually covered, um, another, uh, game in this genre earlier in this season called the shores of Tripoli, um, w- which was a really cool game about, uh, the Barbary war, which was something Andrew and I knew nothing about, uh, yeah. very early on in, in the United uh, States history. And we, and I, learned about that for the first time in that game and this one was one i knew about you know like you andrew and i were both young during this time too so we knew about it um Mm -hmm. but i honestly knew that was it i just knew that it existed i really knew nothing about it until i just played this game looked through the manual there's so much history written in there and then playing through it you know what i mean nailed it down even further in my mind and so um i just feel like this game taught me about Watergate, period. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, is that how you felt too? Like, did you go into it knowing much about it or? Um, as far as the game, um, oh, I don't have the rule book here. Um, we were gonna look at flip through the rule book. Like I, we always thought mm-hmm. it was really neat when we first got it, like half the rule book. I mean, you can learn the game in a couple of pages, then the other right. half is literally the history of the, the time period. Yeah, which is fantastic. Right. Um, 
I, uh, you know, just uh, you had mentioned Twilight Struggle and um, mm-hmm. The Shores of Tripoli, both games that I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. It really does remind me of Twilight Struggle, right? This is like streamlined all the way down to its bare core, core element, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually a card driven. And the tension is something I love about this game. And Michelle and I talk about um, where this game like every turn, like, are you going to take that value at the top of the card or are you going to use the event? And mm-hmm. you know, it's more, are you going to mess up my plan? Pretty much. <laughs> are, are you going to be a Daryl? Are you going to be, um, <laughs> gonna be a Michelle? Right, exactly. <laughs> I can't wait till Daryl hears this. What's up, Daryl? It's all about you, man. Um, but yeah, it, it's really interesting. Do you use that very powerful event, but then you lose the card for the rest of the game? Mm-hmm. Or right. do you use the value and hopefully you'll cycle through it again? You know, it's yeah. got that mm-hmm. really interesting, you know, card hand management slash deck building um, or deck trimming, I guess, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, you hope that one card will come back. Like, yeah. I, I always think about the Gambit card, right? I think of the Nixon has yeah. the Gambit, which I'm like, oh, I want to play this at a specific point in the game in order yeah. to try to get that extra, that last momentum, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what's you know that's such an interesting mechanic of this game because it's like, you know, like you said, there's there's flavor text and history built into this game, but you could strip all that out and the game could still exist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but without it, it, it would just lack so much. And and quite frankly, the the event, I guess you actually couldn't have it without that because the that event part of the card really wouldn't exist without the history. So that's one way that they made sure that you couldn't strip it out completely. You know what I mean? Um, So really the most powerful form of each card you can play wouldn't exist without the history being there, which I think is kind of cool the more I think about it. Um, And so, and, and, and by playing it for that most powerful thing, that's what really bakes it into my brain. Like, Oh, this is, this really happened, what I'm about to do. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, uh, for better or worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I was wondering, uh, do you guys have uh, like a favorite, because you could play either side, do you have a, like a favorite side that either of you play as, like Nixon or the press or, or anything like that? Um, I prefer the press. I don't know. There's just something in my heart that doesn't sit well with being <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> yes, same here. I was going to say you can um, approach that from a mechanics part of, yeah. the game or otherwise i mean i think yeah. i think it's andrew like, and i no, both, we're gonna um, get all the information we need yeah, exactly <laughs> yes exactly yeah, so, yeah I, I, um, the games I, I yeah um i would prefer to play the press but again it's like if michelle wants to play the press i'm perfectly fine playing the <laughs> playing a nixon so we get the mm-hmm. game on the table and you know i look yeah. at it like uh, you know it's um i, I don't always have uh, when we play games i don't usually have a preferred like oh, i want to be this side or that side you know yeah. mm-hmm. i'm about as long as we're playing a game i'm happy that's that's what it's all about for me yeah so michelle yeah. if you if you always prefer to be the press do you think uh Let's say, do you think in real life you you could have broke the Nixon case? You know, not game aside. Do you think you could have done that in real life? Is that well after playing this game? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, and I was going to ask you. Well, my yeah, cards. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, right. Which one I should play? <laughs> so yeah, well, that that means that don't you don't think... trust that Martha Mitchell. You know what she <laughs> <says>. <laughs> yeah. Ruel, that means that you think maybe you you could get away with it if you were president. You you could uh, you know spy on your political enemies and get away with it better than Nixon could. Yeah, I would. I I would like to think I could. um, (laughs) Morally, I don't know if I should want to. Right. Well, yeah, you probably shouldn't. I think anybody could get away with it better than. 
Right. Anybody yeah. could get away with it better than he did. I mean, oh it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's like, oh, how can you make and... this mistake? It's right here in front of you. It's obviously the yellow token. Do not do that. Flip it over. You know? I know, right? Well, Andrew and I, Andrew and I were always saying as we were playing through this game, we were like, uh, man, that um, Nixon and that administration seems just so stupid for some of the things that they did that they that they got caught. And yeah. then, but then you, uh, but then you have the realization that you're like, oh. But if this was the stuff they got caught doing, think about all the stuff that they didn't get caught doing. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. and then you, and then you have this moment where you where you just go, oh, you know, like it's a little bit of a depressing realization. I mean, um, yeah, we're right there with you. I mean, it's it, it feels a uh, feels a little skeevy sometimes to be like, okay, now I'll sit down and I'm gonna be Richard Nixon now. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, but yeah. I'm I'm with you, Ruel. I, it is the kind of thing where it's just like, well, it's a game, you know. And somebody has to, somebody has to be Nixon, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, to play this exactly. game. So, uh, you know, <laughs> um, now, um, speaking of that kind of thing where there, there are, you know, there are a lot of games where there's obviously two sides to it, especially when you're playing as, um, a non-cooperative two-player game. And especially when you get into these kinds of history games, um, they are very much two sides of an issue. And I didn't know if there were, um, any historical moments that you'd like to see more games about um, either from like the decades past or even maybe from like more recent history that you haven't seen maybe a game or don't know of a game yet. Um, I was thinking like maybe uh, Andrew, I haven't told you this yet, but I think maybe we should make a game where it's like um, uh, somebody fighting for more workers rights for like Amazon workers or something like that. Andrew. Let's make, <laughs> oh, let's that, make that game. You know what I mean? <laughs> The thing that comes to mind for me, because I just had this conversation with one of my coworkers, is uh, maybe a game about the Berlin Wall and you know, uh, yeah, taking it down. Because somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the students had answered a question about um, it was something basically about like where you want to go travel or something, and oh. she said Berlin, and I was like, why? why berlin does she know anything about (laughs) what happened there anything about the history yeah so just because it was a recent conversation i think i would like to see something like that yeah yeah maybe maybe there are any games about the berlin wall are there i mean there's a ton of war games obviously you know yeah 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 Yeah, it could be out there but i don't know of it yeah maybe that student just really love board games because i know that's big in germany so maybe that's all all that was oh that could be it that's they just true. probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 They just wanted to go to any place in Germany and Berlin was the, what they could think of. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were like, I want to go to Berlin where Uwe Rosenberg lives. And they're like, yeah. I don't know if that's okay. Cause that's what enough. all the yeah. high school kids are uh, saying. <laughs> that's what all the kids, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They're real pop. All the, all the popular kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, I, um, I was just thinking about, there's a, uh, the one game I want to see, and this one's actually in development, but it's been sort mm-hmm. of, uh, put back on the back burner lately it's from gmt it's a game called people power and this game ah. is specifically about the time of uh, history of uh, the philippines uh so michelle and i are both filipino americans and yeah um you know we've we there's i think a handful of games like sort of sort of thematically tied to the philippines but nothing like like i don't know nothing that we've played but this one yeah. um i heard about on gmt right they do all the war games twilight struggle and so forth mm-hmm. um and the designer he was i believe he's filipino and he started working on a game in the coin series 
And this one would uh, detail the history of um, the, ri the rise and fall of Mark, or actually the fall of Marcos and the rise of uh, uh, Cory Aquino. So, you know, okay. the first, you know, woman president of the Philippines, and this is the mm -hmm. early 80s. So it was like three factions. You'd have like, you know, the the uh, Marcos regime versus the people. And then there's like a third faction. I think it was like the rebels or whatever. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm so excited about it. It's been in development for, for like three or four years. And I yeah. actually reached out to the designer when I was I was trying to get an interview lined up for um, when I was writing for Geek and Sundry. And uh, Kenneth Tan, that, that's his name. Kenneth, really nice guy, but... um just you know things happen uh, i think his personal life and so also with work and stuff where he's sort of mm -hmm. put on the back burner sure. and gmt they're still developing it i think they demoed like the first like you know prototype last year and i think it's still on track to be published next year but oh that oh. that's the one game i cannot wait to get in my hands hopefully they're gonna you know get a finished product uh soon sooner rather yeah. than later yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know there was, um, they actually might have been the ones that, that did the game that was about the Cuban Revolution, too. And there was all the different yep. factions that were involved in that, too, which is so I think that I, I mean, I think that makes for a great game. And I and I think it's very important to, you know, to touch on those those parts of history. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, my I'd say my my favorite historical event, uh, I thought of it and then I was like, oh, there's a bunch of board games about that. Probably like uh, the Battle of Yavin is probably my favorite. Uh, oh, well, historical okay. event. Or, <laughs> Michelle's looking like, uh, so I'm the Star Wars geek in our family. Michelle, yeah. Michelle, I just watched the movies with him as he, he says all the lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Andrew, you'll uh, or uh, Ruel, you'll be you'll be um, tickled to know that Andrew texted me today and was like, "Oh, I just found all of Ruel's you know Star Wars posts." You know, what I mean, he's this is my guy. You know, what I mean, like, yes. I was, <laughs> immediately I was yeah, like, I love. <laughs> I was already excited excited to talk to you, and then I and then I I was yeah. scrolling back and i thought wait star wars oh there's there's a lot of star wars stuff and i was like yeah. oh i love yeah. this guy now yeah. speaking of okay so i know the, the show we're not going to air this uh, for a couple of months but the yeah. book of boba fett i mean come on oh, they, just, they just dropped the trailer it's gonna today be great you know? yeah Again, yeah so free to yeah. edit this out but i'm stoked I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. At, at the time of this oh, recording we haven't seen it but uh but after this comes out we have seen it so what'd you think was it good i loved the show okay. I thought yeah it was great. i loved it yeah you know, it wasn't as good as the mandalorian i'll tell That's you that yeah, well, you know what I always say, Andrew, is, uh, and this will be true no matter what happens in the uh, in the series, is not enough Babu Frit for me. That's right. Uh, and that'll be true whether there was a ton of him or not, Andrew, quite frankly. It still wasn't enough for me. That's one of my favorite characters. Especially where, do you guys, where do you guys stand on the uh, debate about Ewoks? I am pro-Ewok. I love I'm pro-Ewok. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. cool, cool. Michelle, yeah, Andrew and I are, are very... They're cute. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew and I are very open. We're 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 we try to be very little judgmental about most Star Wars things. We don't want to be those those folks. No, I mean we don't want to be the the, the gatekeepers. No, I mean and yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and yeah, I'm very pro Ewok. I think that that's a very cool. Honestly, I think it's just a very cool idea to have like a low technology um, people. You know what I mean? Take on and topple a, a high technology people. I think it, in its you know at its roots, that's very. Cool. Yeah, I believe the uh, saying is "yub nub," correct? Yes. Yub nub. Yub yes. nub. <laughs> yub I love my like rice. Martin Short. That's, uh, right. that's what that's that's what we always heard when we were <laughs> we we thought yeah we All thought right. one of them said I like rice anyway we, well, we should have had these guys track. on when we did this when we did Star Wars X Wing when that's what we should have had there you know oh. yeah yeah well there's 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 other Star Wars games just oh well, next time maybe uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I think you guys have done a uh, episode about Rebellion haven't you Star Wars uh, well we did we didn't do Rebellion we did Empire versus Rebellion oh, the card game lesser right? known yes. yeah lesser known, the yes. lesser known two player yes. um, game. Which 
is good. I, I go on record. We both go on record as saying is good. It's because it's treated like a toss away. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was a reskin of uh, CIA versus KGB, but it's actually oh, that's right. good. Yeah. We and actually really played job. that on stream before. I don't know if you remember. It was the Star Wars game. It's basically like like Blackjack, like 21. Yeah. You're trying to add up right. points. It's the old school number. trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, played exactly. so many games. I know. We, <laughs> yeah, it's, good for it. it's funny because it's, it's such a blur to us. Like I, I just... Um, I. I didn't keep really good figures this last year and a half, but we played, we've live or I've live streamed and Michelle's been there for a big, big chunk of it over 250 games since uh, March of 2020. So mm-hmm. it's a big blur what we play, wow. especially when it comes yeah. to star Wars stuff, you know, it's wow. like, Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, actually I was going to, I was going to ask you all, um, is there any advice that you'd give people who are looking to stream board games more? Cause you are such a um, prolific streamer these days, which I think is just awesome to be able to turn to someone like you and just be able to watch board games almost every night. It seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We started um, with his camera with, yeah. on his phone. Yeah. My old phone. Ooh. Um, it was okay. literally our, uh, a laptop and an old smartphone. We had it on a tripod. I, I literally duct taped it to a um, tripod. <laughs> awesome. And um, it, w- it was a running joke. Remember, like, yeah, we, we had a thing um, our, when we first started going live where within like, I think my battery would only last like 30, 35 minutes. And mm-hmm. the, the top down view of the game would just go blank after 35 minutes. <laughs> and people yep. started the hashtag, hashtag team dead camera. Like we were like, <laughs> how long are we going to get into the game? And like, we'd play, you know, I remember playing with our daughter, Lauren, we were playing Castle Burgundy and we got like yeah. maybe 30 minutes in. It's like, okay, now you can't see the game. We're just going to talk it through. So <laughs> we finished the game, but it was literally people just listening to us talk about what we're doing. Hey, okay. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, that speaks volumes that people stuck in and just to hear you kind of uh, describe how the game was going yeah like what i don't i don't know what it is you know i I think the like michelle you know talking about the camera i think that's number one uh uh, tip that i would give is if you want to do it just do it like i mean i hate Mm -hmm. to sound like a cheesy nike commercial but seriously (laughs) if you want to just do it uh, you'll find a way to make it happen like people i know they want to get like you know really cool equipment mics cameras lights all that honestly you're going to spend like if you spend thousand dollars you decide that's not for you that's a waste of thousands of dollars yeah just like like a podcast just you know get a grab a cheap mic or whatever you have on hand use the equipment you have and then if you like it if you really enjoy it and if it's a passion of yours like it Mm -hmm. turned out to be for us then you'll find a way to make it happen like okay now i'm going to start saving money i can up i've upgraded one little thing at a time whether it's this like a hey i bought a new light now or a couple of months later hey we've got a new mic or few months after that we got a new like a, a decent webcam now so yeah um that that's my number one bit of advice just uh, you know try it out immediately and you know just continue to do it and like if you don't like it after a couple of weeks it's not for everyone i mean it's mm-hmm. it, it's it can be hard work um and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes yeah because you yeah. know you see just if you click on like a youtube video or twitch or whatever then you see the finished product but there's like so much stuff in our room Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i mean you know in addition to the games i mean it just got to the point where you know we had to start making room for us in here (laughs) you know because there were games everywhere i mean literally under the table along Mm -hmm. the walls so, yeah. so now they're all mm-hmm. on, you know, our dining room table. Yeah, so now <laughs> the the hallway. Dining, yeah we got a hallway <laughs> shelf now, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's, uh, again, find, if it's a passion of yours, then yeah, jump into it and you, you'll find a way to make it happen. Um, yeah. I, I think that's the number one uh, tip is just use what you have on hand. And go yeah. Well, that that is what I would expect 
to hear from you both because in our opinion, Andrew, you got to agree with me here. I think that you are a board gaming power couple. Let's say it. You know what I mean? That's what I would say. That's right. Andrew and I aspire to There you go. That's right. Showing the muscle. I like it. I like it. Uh, Andrew and I, you know, Andrew, you and I, probably the second best board gaming power couple behind right. Ruel and Michelle, you right. know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. um, so um, uh, I would say if the people who are listening right now want more of a power couple in their life in the board gaming world, where can they find more from you? Oh, so uh, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, again, having us on. We really appreciate the opportunity to mm -hmm. talk about Watergate and uh, um, oh, Ebox yeah. and everything else with y'all. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, uh, so I, I work full-time in the content creation industry. That This is cool. my full-time gig. And um, you can find me uh, all over the internet at Ruel Gaviola, R-U-E-L-G-A-V-I-O-L-A. -E um, uh, Twitch, our, my Twitch channel, um, I do live streams with my wife, Michelle, sometimes with our daughter, Lauren. Um, you could also find me on the Good Time Society, where I host a bi-weekly show with Becca Scott, where we talk about good-looking Kickstarters uh, on our show, Good-Looking Kickstarters. And I'm also uh, do uh, work with Rado on his channel, the Rado Runs Through channel. I, we do a weekly live stream and uh, where we talk about top 10 games in different categories. And we I also do live stream um, run-throughs for him now, too. So that's been a lot of really uh, fun things um, that I've been involved with lately. And, you know, like... You know, I'm all over the place. Y'all can find me. I'm not hard yeah. to find. Like there's, I'm, yeah. I can't hide, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically, um, they, if they just search for you, like you said, Ruel Gaviola, that you know, they'll find it all, right? Basically. And hey, if you can't find them, come to us. We'll, we'll, we'll direct you, but we know you'll be able to find them. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and tune in. Find Ruel playing with Michelle, um, playing some of the board games that you want to know more about. Um, and uh we just wanted to say one more time, thanks again for, for joining us, y'all. Um, we'll tune back in with you guys before too long uh, to see how everything's going. And uh, I hope our, our listeners tune in with you as well. They'll stay right there with you. Um, and um, and thanks so much for joining us. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys again real soon. All right. All right. Thank thanks you again. for having us. Thanks again, acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That's Ruel and Michelle. Thanks again. Woo. All right. That was a lot of fun, Andrew, but time to get back to just me and you. Okay, Pete, uh, what do you say we move on to something else here, something a little different here? Um, you got a little time? You got a little time to spare? Sure. Uh, for you? Yeah. Any, How about anything? For the whole family. How about it's family time? Family time. All right, that's right. It's time for family time. You can pick your friends. Uh, sorry, friend, singular. But you can't pick your family, right? <clears throat> so which f mm -hmm. which member of your family are you going to play this with? So who's the ideal yeah. family member to play Watergate with is what we're saying here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Andrew? Okay, well, um, I am actually going to recommend that you play this with the youngest person uh, in your oh. family that's possible to play this way. You might think, oh, I want to go for somebody who was alive during Watergate or whatever who remembers it. No, no, no. I want the youngest person possible. Uh, the box says yeah. 12 and up. So you got to find like your 12-year-old niece or nephew or something like that. Play this yep. with them. And here's why. Um, they may they may not know anything about the historical event Watergate. Um, and mm -hmm. I kind of want to see their reaction. Uh, I kind of want to, yeah. you know... Um, I want to not only get their reaction to the events and like see like oh wasn't this crazy you know that kind of thing, but 
I mm-hmm. also want to get their reaction to like the picture of Bob Woodward on the phone. Like ha- I, I know, <laughs> oh yeah, I know that they haven't seen somebody holding a phone with like a curly uh, string attached to it. That's what that looks like, you know, somebody <laughs> holding an old landline phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe like, what is that guy doing? What is that thing he's holding? You know, I want to see their reaction yeah. to the tapes on the reels. Like, what is that thing? Is that some sort of like uh, you know binoculars or something? What is that reel to reel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get their reaction to the idea of newspapers. You know, what is the why? Yeah. Why aren't these people just uh, like going on the internet to like figure this out? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Newspapers, right, 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 right. What about the uh, pictures where people are like uh, casually smoking? I feel like even that to young people would be like, what are they doing? Like, are right. they really lighting up? Are, are they really, uh, you know, lighting up a joint at work or whatever? And it's like, no, 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 that's uh, that's nicotine. That's a cigarette. And they're like, what? It's not weed. You know what I mean? They're like, what are they even doing it for then? You know what I mean? They're, like, <laughs> they're, they're all sitting inside smoking c- cigars. What is happening here? This doesn't yeah, make any right, sense. Right, 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 right. How mm-hmm. smelly is that room? Anyway, uh... <laughs> Oh, not to mention, not to mention the idea of journalists. You know, journalists who actually do like serious investigative reporting, mm, uh, not yep. just people who make like clickbait for websites. You know, like I want people. Right. Who, you know, it's kind of hard to find that these days. Just kind of getting in there. Um, so I really yeah. want to get their reaction on, uh, you know, on how things were back then. That's what I want to. Yeah, yeah, that's good, Andrew. That's. I good. think it'd be interesting, Andrew. I'm gonna. I'm going to kind of go in the other direction. I do want the old people, Andrew, because okay. <clears throat> I think you got to play this with your centrist family members, Andrew, people who trust the system and they think that we don't have to keep an eye on our representatives, Andrew. You know what I mean? Uh, people whom you tell that you think the president is using people's money to break into buildings and steal documents. And they'd say things like, oh, come on, a president wouldn't do that. And you'd go, well, a president has done that. What have you forgotten already? You know what I mean? <laughs> and we only know about that because he got caught, you know? Uh, I'll, I, I'll, honestly, I'll probably play this with my mom, Andrew, whom <laughs> okay. I love, but uh, who always seems to just forgive politi- politicians uh, immediately as soon as they're like, oh. not in office anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like she she thinks that George W. Bush is like a nice guy, but there's no way that she liked him when he was in office. You know what I mean? It's just that he is, it's just been long enough that she's forgotten every reason that she would have been angry at him, you know, years <laughs> ago. I know? think so. Well, it's just, it's just good to get a reminder every now and then, you know what I mean? That we should be mad at our representatives you yeah, right, know, every right. single time that they aren't doing their only job, which is helping to represent all of us right. in shaping this country, not just them, not just conglomerates, not just rich guys, you know? I, that's interesting that you went with your mom. I think for me, I'd have to go maybe up to like my grandparents. Well, I don't really know too much about my parents' political standings. It was always kind of, we don't talk about it too much. But I, I, I do know that mm-hmm. like... You know, they, they, I, I think I've heard comments before, like, oh, yeah, they all lie. They all, you know, that kind of thing. So I know right. that my definitely my grandparents is always like, you know, uh, always believing, you know, the right. The president is always honest, that kind of thing. The president kind of a, is the kind president. Of, and you just, yeah, kind of a naivete around it, you know, from mm-hmm. like the from like the 40s, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, that, like you said earlier, it's like, yeah, this is the one that he got caught doing. Like what? Yeah. Uh, just reading about this, like, it was seemed like he was wanting to get caught. Like, why would he? He recorded every single conversation that he had on the phone, like, and he didn't have to. Or is that? Well, I think that was. Yeah, I mean, I think he was just like. <laughs> 
obsessed <laughs> with with digging up dirt on people. You know what I mean? And like was hoping that he would, you know, catch somebody saying yeah, something. Jokes they didn't on want him. Recorded, kind jokes of on him. They caught him with that stuff. It's they like they caught him. Right. Why would you record all your phone conversations if you didn't have to? It just and and yeah. you and you know well, he thought he thought he was untouchable. Shady stuff. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. it's yeah, absolutely nuts. Blew, blew up in his face. This is and it's. I mean, the more and, you read about this, Andrew, the more you're just like, wow, what an absolute fail. What a what a major <laughs> screw up from start to finish. This whole thing was. You know what and, I mean? It's and just, it's crazy. Not not to mention the fact that he was definitely going to win. Like he was the incumbent, and he was yeah. pr- pretty popular. And it's like right. You know, right. it's he had no reason. Like he didn't need to do that. He didn't need. He was just like paranoid right. or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just nuts. Yeah. Speaking of nuts, Andrew. <laughs> hey. <laughs> let's let's talk about snack pairings. Snack pairings. Okay. <laughs> Getting a little too into your character there, Andrew. Your voice. <laughs> okay, whatever. That segment segment's over, Andrew. Let's uh, let's move on to snack pairings, which of course is where we talk about what food would pair best with this game, Andrew. What uh-huh. do you think here? Well, here is that you always gotta have a snack when you're playing a game, right? And here is the oh, yeah. perf- the perfect snack to play if you are playing uh-huh. Watergate is going to be cottage cheese with California fruit. Whoa. Why? And why? why? Why, you ask? Uh, This is reportedly what Richard Nixon ate every day for lunch. <laughs> Cottage cheese <laughs> with California really? fruit. Really? Yes. I'm not sure what California huh. fruit entails. That's like, uh, I don't know, like Well, cantaloupe? it means that they play, they have uh, sunglasses on and they like play oh. saxophone and stuff. <laughs> the California raisins. Cal- <laughs> California raisins, you know what I mean? They, uh, yeah. Well, that, California all, raisins. Honestly, the raisins were the ones that got a lot of the uh, screen time, but all California fruit, you know, did that, you know. Yeah, well, California raisins are like what happened when California fruit got real old, you know, they, then they became California <laughs> oh, raisins. Yeah, good point. <laughs> they were out in the Real sun too, but they were too tanned like my character from uh fog of love uh, <laughs> uh apparently also his favorite meal if you want to have a full meal with your game uh you can try out some meatloaf that was his favorite meal so there you go it was his favorite singer and meal <laughs> yeah andrew um i, I would do anything he go- says, <laughs> says his motto was i would do anything to be do reelected anything- as president, to win, <laughs> but I won't do that. And I will do that. Oh, and I will do that. <laughs> uh, Andrew, um, I think you could just DoorDash or uh, have delivered in, with whatever serv- delivery service you is your favorite. Okay. Just anything from a Howard Johnson's, Andrew. Uh, okay. Because um, <clears throat> I don't know if you read that specific footnote, Andrew, mm. in the in the history in the back of a rules book, but. The burglary of Watergate, the break-in, might not have even been uncovered and reported to the police if not for a Howard Johnson's restaurant slash diner. A security guard found the doors, uh, the door locks taped, which was how they were going to, like, somebody went in and, um, you know, uh, uh-huh. what's that word? They cased the joint or whatever. Right. And they um, and they made it easier for people to break in because they, they put tapes over the lock so that people could get in easily. But it got discovered by uh, a uh, security guard. And that person reported it to their supervisor. And their supervisor was like, <clears throat> well, uh, go uh, 
you know, go check and see if any if if any other doors were taped because we got to see how serious this thing is. And they was like, all right. And then, but before he went and checked the other doors, he ran into like a friend who was like uh, somebody volunteering there, and they went to Howard Johnson's and had a meal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and in the meantime, the burglars showed up. Um, and, uh, or, uh, yeah. And they like tried to get the door open and they're like, and they called, you know, and they were like, Hey, the doors aren't taped. Like you said, they would be, somebody took all the tape off or whatever. And so they, they took the door off the hinges cause they couldn't pick the lock and then they retaped the locks. You know what I mean? And then they did their thing. They, they, uh, and then the security guard came back and went, oh, wait, I was supposed to check the locks, and then discovered that retaping, and then called the police, and then it all broke. You know what I mean? Then they showed up and arrested <laughs> them and everything like that. But it would have, you know what I mean? If he had immediately checked the locks instead of going to Howard Johnson's, he wouldn't have seen other doors taped, and he would have been like, yeah, I guess it's nothing. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. So anyway, wow. go ahead and order something from Howard Johnson's, I say, if you really want to get into the swing of it. Um, but it might be a little hard because the only remaining Howard Johnson's is in Lake George, New York, which is There's uh, only probably one a ways away left? from most folks. There's only one left, Andrew. And honestly, I, that was in, in 2019, there was only one left. I couldn't find a more recent thing about it. Who oh. knows if it's even still there? So, you know. I can remember um, there There was one. I had never seen one, but uh, there was one. Pro now, this is probably like, uh, how long ago was this? 15 years ago now. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, there was one in Delaware that I saw one time, um, and it was still operating. But that's the only one I've ever oh, seen really? in my life. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And that's how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess it's out, I guess it's out of business now because that's not the one that I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, even though we're old, uh, we can still get out there and party, Andrew. You know what I mean? That's what I say. Uh, in fact, how about life of the party? Life of the party. How about? Life of the party, just a just a dismembered phrase, just throwing it out there. Just how about life of the party? <laughs> uh, life of the party is a segment, actually, and this is our segment where we are going to uh, try and turn Watergate into a party game, right? It's a two-player game, but mm -hmm. we're going to make it into a party game, even though, of course, we know that you aren't going to any parties, you lonely suckers, So, because uh, yes. you only have one friend just like us. How are we going <laughs> to turn this into a party game? <clears throat> yeah, uh, Pete, what do you think? Okay, here's what I say, Andrew. You set up, um, you bug your friends' houses. You set up audio recording devices in your friends' houses secretly before the party. Okay. And then you put together a dossier, a bunch of dirt and embarrassing info on them based on what you hear, you know, and what you record. <laughs> then when they come over for the party, you tell them that they have to play you in this game one-on-one, -on -one, each of them. And if they lose... You get to reveal what you learned about this. Oh, wow. Um, and if they win, you have to destroy it, and it stays a secret. You know what I mean? Now, so now, obviously, wow. disclaimer, yeah, disclaimer, this is a terrible thing to do. So <laughs> I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying it's a way that you can make it into a party game. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, what a party. And, this, and this if, is you a... <laughs> if you decide to play this variant, Andrew, be prepared for all of your guests to turn on you, like the uh, the the what they who they called the plumbers, the guys that actually did the burglary. Yeah. Uh, be prepared for for your friends to turn on on you like they did on Nixon as soon as it became clear that they were going to go to prison. The uh, <laughs> my one sentence summary for this game was a game of water, just like Watergate, except lower stakes. But you've just upped the stakes quite a bit uh, yeah. now. Yeah. So that makes it mm -hmm. a little more exciting. Mm -hmm. 
I would say uh, to turn this into a party game, I know one thing about a party, okay, is that always at a party there is at least one scandal that has happened during the party, okay? Yeah, uh, true. Usually it's something like, you know, someone spiked the punch bowl, at least that's what I hear that happens at parties, right? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or someone clogged the toilet and nobody can figure out who did it, right? That always happens at a yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, or like, guess who was making out in the other room? You know what I mean? You're right. Guess who, right? So in this game, you try and figure out who did the bad thing, all right? And some, and then, okay. and then you know, I guess for some reason you have push pins and string, and so you just punch those into, like, the party host's uh, walls. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like this, Andrew. That's, well, because I also like, that's I like the idea of, idea. like, he, you're coming out into the middle of, like, a, a party and it's rolling and everybody's having a good time, and you, like, cut the music, and you're like, all right, gather up, everybody. Someone clogged the toilet, and we're yep. going to get to the bottom of it. You know what I mean? And somebody's just, like, sweating, and they're like, oh, 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 you know what I mean? And, and you start, like, doing push pins, and you're like... So I saw, uh, you know, I saw, uh, you know, Denny, uh, you know, was near the toilet at, at eight o'clock p.m. or whatever, and he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So both of these ideas are are great ways to make everybody at a party hate you. Um, that's yeah. kind of what we're saying here. Uh, yeah, that's right. Those ideas are free, people, so enjoy them. Those ideas are free, people, so you know what I mean. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Andrew, it's about that time, baby. Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Well, it's about time we got to this part of the show, all right? Uh, this is the part where we are going to give it an official ranking. We're going to give it a rating from 0 to 100%. How sure are you that two people should play this game of Watergate? Uh, what percentage are we going with? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, uh, do you want me to start? I, I gave this one an, an 80%. Uh, okay. So I, I like it. I definitely like this yeah. game a lot. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, the I, I love how it com- kind of combines the card management aspect with the whole abstract, like Twix, like trying to get in the way of people kind of thing when you're putting down the evidence on the web of uh, string. I love that. Yeah. I love the how you have to um, make decisions based on the on the uh, research track. Which which one do I want to pull towards me? And uh, <clears throat> yeah. a lot of this is left up to which cards you get. So a lot of it is luck. And but but when you get the cards, um, there is still an element of you know how okay this is the hand that I'm dealt. How am I going to use it most efficiently? Um, I'd say yep. that drawbacks to this game maybe is just that uh, it kind of you can have a little bit of analysis paralysis. At least I I felt like I was. I was just playing more, and I usually do this with games. I just kind of play for fun. But really, if I, I was like, I know that I probably could optimize this turn a little bit more. And so there is that mm-hmm. that risk involved in this one. Um, and also, I just can't, uh, this is a problem with playing a lot of games now. Is I kept comparing it in my head to Shores of Tripoli, which uh, I I don't know. I think I gave it around an eighty percent, maybe a little bit higher than eighty percent. But I just thought it was. Um, I, I just liked the moving the ships around in that one a little bit. And this one kind of, I guess, was... Uh, you I gave that one an 81, Andrew. Did so I? Oh, wow. Ships, 
were worth one I guess point it was, in your mind. Yeah. I guess it was just the ships. I don't know. I kept comparing it to the other game being like, uh, I wish I, I... Although the web the web was cool once we got into it, I guess. But it just seemed mm-hmm. like... It just seemed a little more frustrating. And so, I don't know. Sometimes it just seemed like I... Uh, especially as Nixon, it was just hard to win. It was hard to win as Nixon. But that might be one of those things where you have to play it a lot more and then, and then uh, you know, you get better at it. But... Yeah, good point. I I I think that we uh, and I, I remarked on this that night when we were playing it. Uh, and I left your 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 place, and I said, I honestly think that we just scratched the surface of strategy here, right. even despite playing this, you know, uh, all night. You know what I mean? I think we I think there's still so much we can learn about this game and how to play it efficiently and stuff like that, which is good. I think that's great. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I am 88% sure that two oh, people you really should play like this game, one. Andrew. Uh, I, I enjoy this one a lot. It's not, it didn't break 90 for me. Um, but, uh, but that is going to put it uh, higher than Shorts of Tripoli because Shorts of Tripoli, I, I had it 80. I like both the games, honestly. And I like the, I think both of them do a really good job with theme and history and, and, yes. and, and I, and honestly, I, I think I can just say, I like card-driven history games now. You know, this is <laughs> wow. the second one that I've really, I've really liked. How about that? Wow. You know? um, Time for Twilight so, Struggle. You know. Let's see how it goes. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Um, the fact that there are multiple paths to consider and actions to take is very cool. You know, like we were saying, like, do you focus on gaining the initiative for the next turn? Do you focus on pinning or destroying evidence? Do you focus on gaining the momentum? You know, it's, it's really, you got to figure out what's best for you based on the game state. Um, there's randomness in the card draws, like you said, but then there's a lot of skill in figuring out what the best direction to go in. Uh, now that that is your hand of cards for the round, you know, just like you said, it's, it's almost like every, every new round you, you pull a certain amount of cards and then you're like, you got to solve that puzzle. Well, what's the most efficient use of these cards this round, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, the the fact that I feel like we just scratched the surface of of the strategy for this one is is something that I don't I don't feel that way very often, Andrew. You know what I mean? Mm. I I oftentimes after a number of plays I'll be like I I get it. You know what I mean? Like I I get more or less what you have to do, and I just have to be better at making those decisions or something like that. But this is this is one where I was like, you know, I honestly I still think there's a lot for me to explore in terms of like ways to ways to approach this. You know what I mean? So um that's kind of cool and i actually feel like my score will probably go up the more that i play it um and i don't know that i've said that about any other game you know what i mean i just i left it being like this was good this was i i thought this was really good um but you know uh not not one of the best you know what i mean um but there's room for it to be you know even better the more i learn about it i feel like so you could get a lot better at this. And I think that's actually for me, that's a little bit of a, I mean, not, not a, detra- I don't want to say detractor. I do like getting better at games, but for me, it was mm-hmm. just like, I felt like I could have gotten better at it in the moment a little bit more too, but I just, I just didn't want to. Uh, like, sorry, I, I, Andrew. I, uh, I should have uh, immediately jumped in and burned you and said, uh, you could have fooled me. You, know what <laughs> I mean? you like, you like, you like getting better at games. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, continue. But, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just keep. I always like to keep the games moving, but I, I every almost every hand that I had, like I would make a little strategy, be like, okay, I'm gonna play this one first. Oh, I'm gonna save that one for later if I need it, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But uh, I, I just felt, I just had this sinking feeling. I was like, mm, I definitely could be thinking this through a little bit better, and 
and playing these mm-hmm. in a better order or using this one for the event or that one for the value. And But I just didn't really want to. I was like, ah, too much. It's, it was right. a little too I much brain power, you know? <laughs> right, right. It, it didn't motivate you enough to put that much brain power into it. I, I, right. I can understand. I think that's, um, my, that's my main detract, the main reason I that got I'm you. detracting points from this. Otherwise, yeah, it's very yeah. fun. It's a fun game. Right, right, right. But it just didn't do enough to draw you in. I, I get it. I get it. I, I, I was drawn in. I, I'm excited to continue playing this one um, oh. and to kind of develop a good sense of different ways to play it. And so you don't really have a say, Andrew. You're going to have to play this with me uh, more. So don't, don't get me um, wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would play this anytime. I think it's a good game. Good. So, yeah. Good, good, good. So, Andrew, now that we have our scores, why don't we go ahead and visit the leaderboard? Leaderboard. Okay, we're going to throw Watergate right up on the old leaderboard. We're going to put a push pin right into our leaderboard here <laughs> and uh, stick Watergate up there. Uh, Watergate is going to be coming in uh, with uh, 88 from you, 80 from me. That's going to give it an average mm-hmm. score of 84%. People, we are officially 84% wow. sure that two people should play the game Watergate. Andrew, that puts it at number 15 on our list out of 42, so that's pretty darn good. Um, it is just below Star Wars X-Wing, you know, the miniatures games where oh, you go yeah. pew, 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 and move all your, uh, you know, little little, star, little nerdy Star Wars ships around and shoot at each other. <laughs> and just above Catan Card Game, which you know is one I love, Um with the yeah. uh, we have that original version that has all the really interesting looking knights in it and everything like that. Um, but uh, hey, hey, another game that has a bunch of humans in it and people in it, Andrew. How about yeah. that? But these ones are real ones, which is interesting. And so. these games are separate. I mean, Star Wars X Wing is eighty four and a half. This one's eighty four, and then Catan Car Game is eighty three. So I mean, we are just yeah. Like, so it is a hair's difference. You know <laughs> what I mean on either side, basically. You know what I mean. This is the the yeah. The stakes are getting very high as to our ratings. It's like where it's going to fall. If like if you if you are off mm-hmm. by one point, boy, that could really make or break a game on our leaderboard. And I know all the mm-hmm. all the game designers and publishers are out there are checking our leaderboard every day uh, just to see oh, where yeah. games are falling because they want to know. They want to get up to the top. Right. Here. They're they're using this information to as they design their games to try to gear it towards right exactly the ones that are that we think are the best of course yeah and so in fact you know what they're doing is they're going to our tumblr they're going to two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com and they're checking it every day just to make sure wow and while they're there you know what else they can see pete they can see our entire chess break game and they can also now start seeing our love story from our game of fog of love every week so wow, uh, love break. Yeah, they can online see online now, baby. <laughs> they can uh, see our uh, yeah, follow yeah our, our romantic uh, novel that we're writing up there. So uh, follow along yeah. there. Sounds good to me. Well, Andrew, I got another question for you before we go. Okay, are we cool? Are we cool? Oh, now it's time for Are We Cool? Okay, after playing this game, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? we got to keep track of those friendship points just mm-hmm. in case Just in case anybody stops you on the street and asks you, like, how, how many friendship yeah. points you and your friend got, you know? That can yeah, good point. you got to have that, you know, answer ready at the hip, you know what I mean, ready to go. Andrew, what did you say? Well, how did this affect our friendship points? Uh, I enjoyed playing the game. Um, but this game can get a little tense, uh, people. It's it's a little bit um, 
as the, the phrase that I like to use is a little munchkinly, which uh, if you're not familiar, mm-hmm. M- munchkin is a card game, which uh, Pete and I have lots. I have tons of different uh, versions of. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't played it in a long time, actually. But uh, where you, you, you know, it's the kind of thing where like, oh, I have this great One card. of the first ones we ever played together, Andrew. <laughs> really was, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of one of these feelings where oh I have this great card and here it is all right I'm gonna play this this is gonna really break open the game and then your opponent Pete sitting across from me is like ah not mm-hmm. so fast I have this card that stops mm-hmm. that card ah oh, that just ruined mm-hmm. my whole plan mm-hmm. that's Munchkin Lee right because yeah. that's what you do in Munchkin but yeah um, yeah 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 so that got me a little frustrated sometimes I'm gonna say this was a, a zero this was a net zero on our friendship it didn't go up or down yeah. uh, still a fun game but. Uh, certain times I was like, mm, I really, uh, mm, man, that, yep. that gets me. Yeah, Andrew, would you believe that I said no change? I also wow. said <laughs> net zero, Andrew. Um, and I'm not talking about the internet service provider. Ayo, oh. I just wanted to put as many old references for the people <laughs> who are, you know, in their 30s and 40s, um, net zero. Remember net zero? Anyway, yeah, yeah, it is a net change of zero for me as well, Andrew. Um, I agree. We had fun playing this. I know we did. But I do want to beat you in this game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sticking with the theme. You know, like I got invested enough in the personal nature of the theme that yes. when I lose, I take it personally. It's a slight. You know what I mean? Like, um, you don't play this game to make friends, Andrew. You play no. this game to bury your enemies. Okay? <laughs> you really do. You get you get <laughs> into it. You, you because you feel like you can win. It's like it's like oh, I th- I think if I just connect this and do that, and it's like then nope, then they just pull out some card mm-hmm. and just stops you right in your tracks. Uh, and the game can end very yeah. quickly and very suddenly all of a sudden. You know, if you make a connection that you weren't expecting, it's like, boom, done. You know, it's like, what? Where yep. did that come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, especially if you're paying attention to other things in the game and you haven't been paying attention to things good enough. Yeah, and so that's that's the kind of stuff where you can go like, oh, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, very good, but... You also, know. you know, you 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 want to get either the you want to get the dirty rat or you want to get the you know smug little um, Poindexters. Rat. I don't know. <laughs> they're both rats in this scenario. Okay. They're both rats. Okay, they're both rats. <laughs> they both see each other as rats, kind of like a Looney Tunes game when they looked at each other and they were like a a a, a big. Tur- uh, thanksgiving turkey or whatever yes it's like nixon nixon's looking at the journalist seeing a, a rat you know and the journalist is looking at nixon seeing a rat you know yeah it's like that spider-man meme but they're both rats um both rats, yeah. <laughs> hey pete you know what we got we got to remind people of a few things here we want you to of course uh follow us on twitter at to play that pod we want you to follow us oh, yeah. on instagram at to play that game podcast and something that we don't often ask people to do it takes two seconds people Go over to uh, Apple Podcasts, even if you don't oh, yeah. subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review. That really helps out the show. Yeah. It boosts us up that in there. That would mean a lot to us, actually. Yeah. We, we tune in every now and then to see the new reviews, and we always enjoy reading them. And um, and it's great to to just see new, new, new listeners come on board and then feel... Um, you know, inspired to go and leave a review. It, it really makes us happy. So it doesn't take Please long. Do that. So, so just do that. And uh, but you know what? More important than all that other stuff I just said, we want people to tune in next time, right? Yes, that's right. Unless you get another friend, of course. 
Oh, that's right. In which case, you're going to tune into a different podcast. We're going to give you the recommendation mm-hmm. of the podcast. It's called uh, Smile and Say Threes. That's, that's po- right. If you get another friend, you're going to want the podcast about three player board games that they record during their shift in a Sears family photo studio. Wow. You know? Yeah, I honestly didn't even know that those still existed, Pete. That's amazing. Yeah, I would assume they're going the way of Howard Johnson's, Andrew, quite frankly. they. <laughs> I was are, about uh... to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they are, uh, I, I think, didn't we go on vacation one time and we were at a mall, a failing mall, which was one of the most depressing places oh, yeah. I've ever been in, was a mall that was essentially halfway dead yeah and so like there were like boarded up storefronts in a mall which you know we come from new jersey andrew so we never malls are strong we are that is the heartland of malls so there is no such thing as a mall doing bad in new jersey you know what i mean (laughs) um so and then i think we went to a sears and like half the store was it was all on clearance and the other half was all clearance right exactly so Yes, indeed. Well, I hope the state of Michigan is doing okay, Andrew. So much love out to Michigan because it didn't seem. And this was, and that was a, that was a while ago. That was pre-pandemic, and so. All right, that was a long while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long while ago. So. That was a anyway. depressing note. Depressing note to end this podcast on. So. So uh, bye bye. <laughs>